This is Aikido Discuss, your weekly Aikido podcast where we discuss the joys, pains, excitement, and general disgust of our martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, uh, owner and head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, located in the Central Valley. And I am Joshua Tihi, an assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And I'm Maya Solano McDaniel, third Q at Aikido Fresno. See how she like gave her rank, and we were just like, oh, yeah, we just I teach. Do whatever. Well, I don't teach yet, so <laughs> I, know, I, know. I don't have anything else to give. <laughs> you could have just said student or something. Former, anyway. <laughs> I'm a, I was a child at right. one point. Skirt wearer. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, <laughs> coincidentally, that's what we're talking about today. Wearing skirts. No, children. Being, oh, children. being a child, yeah. yeah. Being, being <laughs> children in Aikido. I don't know what we're Sorry, talking yeah, about. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Children, uh, so yeah, children in Aikido or Aikido for kids. Um, and, you know, just whether or not it is a martial art that is suitable for children and um, what are sort of the, the pros and, and cons of it, uh, it for people who are looking uh, to put their kid in, in a martial art and maybe looking at Aikido because I know a lot of schools have, we, we definitely do, a lot of schools have kids' classes. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, a lot of schools have to have a kids' class to exist. You know, it's hard to get enough adults in the door, whereas kids are, they're a more uh, stable source of income, easier to get them in, easier to advertise to. Um, and, and, you know, I think a lot of schools, unfortunately, kind of look at teaching kids like that, where it's like, oh, you know, I have to do this. And this is how I looked at it probably the first year that I had Aikido Fresno, because, you know, when I was teaching in my garage, I didn't have any kids class. Um, but a lot of schools are like, oh, you know, I have to do this to, to stay afloat. But honestly, as I've worked with the kids class, I love the kids class. Um, and seeing them grasp the concepts and work through the Aikido, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Uh in the time that I've sort of been assisting with that, being able to see kids who come in at four, five years old, mm-hmm. um, can barely, you know, sit still for 10, 15 seconds, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, some kids, um, that's a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so to go from that and maybe in two or three years, seeing a kid who can who is actually grasping the concepts that you're talking about and, it, and is able to do the things that you're asking them to do um and it, you know it, in a way that you can see clearly see oh yeah there has been some knowledge imparted uh to them that on top of things like being able to sit still and and sort of being mindful of their situation right, for right. um an hour you know i'm always amazed when we have the tests which are like an hour of teaching and then another hour of uh, testing that by the end of that Two hours. There are kids who are four, or five years old, um, who are not free. They're not freaking out. Nope. You know, yep. they're they're actually able to there still pay attention and, and work. Right. And, yep. Which is an amazing thing, considering you know some of these kids they'll come in the door, um, and it will just be like this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But when they get on the mat, they realize, oh, I can't do that when I'm right. on the mat. I have right. to be, mm-hmm. you know, in a different place. And they can make it through a whole two hours. Um, be relatively controlled. And be relatively controlled. It's really, it's it's in, it's great to see. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I've had parents literally ask to talk to me in the office and say, hey, you know, my kid, when he's here, um, pays attention and sits still and is a real good kid. Um, but can you tell him to be nice to his sister at home? And I was like, What? 
You know, and and uh, and this guy was like, no, well, no, well, he picks on his sister too much, and he won't listen to me. So, so will you <laughs> right. tell him to stop uh, picking on his sister? And I was like, well, man, I'll tell him, but like, but, you're the parent right. at home, that's, that's so on you my have spot. to do the yeah. parenting yeah. job, you know. And and I mean, I guess if you need some pointers, then maybe see how I treat your kid here, <laughs> right? And that then treat be, your yeah. kid that way at home, and and you know, and also, I mean, not that I have any superpowers, like you know, I have the kid. For an hour a day, right, right? He has the kid for right, you know right. twenty three hours out of the day. You're so, able so. to to play a different game than I'm in a lot better right, situation. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think um, something you're kind of touching on there is the just the like discipline aspect of it, and I don't mean discipline as in like disciplining your child, right, but I mean like right. the like um, boundaries and rules and all those things that are super super good for kids because. Um, I think kids really like that. And I, I don't know, my dad's a teacher and my mom is a counselor and works with kids. And they've both talked about many times that kids, as much as they might fight against it or hate it, they love having rules and boundaries Structure. and it's, it's safe for them. And so I think getting on the mat, it's like this safe square that they're in Absolutely. that, you know, they know what they do will, you know, have a consequence. If they act out, then they're going to have to go sit at the side of the mat. And, you know, if they want to take part in the games and stuff, they have to behave appropriately and they have to bow in and bow out and all of those things. And I think um, that's really, um, kids like that a lot. You know, it's it's great structure for them. And I 100%. think sometimes parents don't know how to provide that structure and, and just taking them into class. It, it gets hard them. at home for parents, you know, yes. because it's like they've got to, you know, juggle three other kids and right. their job and their husband and dinner and, you know, whatever yeah. crazy stuff it is they have to juggle. Um, and then, and try and keep these rigid boundaries. Whereas like mm -hmm. when they come into the dojo, it's a time set aside for, it's like, no, we're going to rigidly follow these rules and we're going to do them no matter what. And, and the, and there's a lot that gets set up to make that better as well. For instance, when they come, they are wearing the clothes, you know, right. Mm -hmm. They are going to a building that is something outside of their school, outside of their home. Right. Um, mm -hmm. that we, we bow, we clap, we do the whole thing, you know? So that kind of sets up. It makes it a little easier to do those things because it's it's special. Yeah, it's, it's built a special in. Moment for it's that. built right. into mm -hmm. it. You know. Right. Yeah. Um. One of the things that uh, so Josh had suggested this topic, and and Maya and I were both like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, and then one of the things I saw coincidentally, kind of when Josh suggested it, was someone had posted on the Facebook Aikido group. I think it's the Aiki Web group, but it's just called Aikido. Mm -hmm. uh, the Facebook group. It's a good group. Join it. Uh, there's a plug for it. They're not paying me any money. Um, no one's <laughs> there's a lot me. of people on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, it's a good group. You yeah. Know? There's yeah. a lot of, um, yeah. there's what, some, some thousands of people. Yeah. From there's all a lot over of people and, and a lot of interesting yeah. stuff every day to look at my yeah. Aikido stuff. So people are constantly posting good stuff. Current events, kind of checking it out. It's a good place. Yeah. And also a nice variety of Aikido people. Apparently this has become a commercial for the Aikido <laughs> Facebook page, but um, anyways, check it out. It's good. So, um, uh, someone had posted on there. Um, I think it just said, Aikido, is it effective for kids? And uh, and when I read that, I thought it was crazy way to, to phrase that question because effective at what? And, and you know, I ask Aikido people this all the time, like when they want to know if Aikido works, like works at what yeah. is always my first <laughs> what, question. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with kids particularly, it's like, what do you mean? Because right, do uh, you believe that this kid is going to come to Aikido and then be beating up adults? Right, is that right, what you right. mean if by If he effective? gets attacked by, yeah, somebody right. tries to kidnap him. Can, yeah, your forty-pound kid is going to beat a two hundred fifty-pound yeah, right. attacker. You know, like, um, so, so I, I don't, I don't know what that meant by effective, and, and you know, 
usually when people are talking about martial arts, they mean, you know, can someone defend themselves with it? Can someone use it to beat up someone else or something, right? This is kind of what they're asking. And so I was like, well, you know, for a kid, really no martial art is going to enable a kid to beat up an adult, right? Like, you know, yeah, and yeah. we're outside of self-defense, but like, you know, it, that's in movies, but like, it doesn't matter what it is, right. you know. If you, Three kid, ninjas isn't real. Right, right, right exactly. <laughs> outside of maybe taking your kid to the range and, and equipping your kid with a pistol. <laughs> with a gun, um, yeah. And this is a different thing. Most like, you know, people aren't looking at, but you know, really, you're not going to have any skill set that the kid's going to get to beat up adults. Right. Um, and so I was like, well, that's not true. Uh, so, so no, Aikido won't and neither would any other martial art. Um, will Aikido teach your kid to defend himself? Aikido at least the way we teach it, kind of gives some parameters for how to avoid the conflict altogether and how to get out of it quickly. So yeah, effective in that sense that like someone's trying to get your kid, hopefully your kid will be perceptive early and be able to take the right measures to get away from the trouble, yes. But um, what I would say as a, as a parent wanting my kid to do and be effective at is sit still. Right. Yes, Aikido <laughs> right. will teach that kid to sit still. Like uh, have good manners. Yes, Aikido right. will teach your kid to have good manners. Um, interact well with other kids and encourage teamwork and acceptance of other kids. Yes, you know, like at least the way we teach it. Right. And I think a lot of Aikido schools, you know, I can only speak for myself, but I've seen a lot of Aikido classes and most Aikido schools seem to value these same things. Um, so yeah, effective at making the kid a good kid and a good person. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah, super yeah. effective. Skills that uh, carry on beyond, uh, on and off the mat. Way yeah. more important than fighting seven ninjas or whatever, right, you right. know, maybe you have. In, in yeah, no, that's 100%. You know, like I always, uh, online you always see these videos of these little kids, these little kid black belts, you know. Um, and they, a lot of times they're, they're breaking boards or doing flips or, right. you know, they got, I don't know, nunchucks or whatever. And it just, it always makes me laugh because everyone's like, oh, look at how awesome this kid is. And it's like, yes, that kid is awesome in that he has sort of memorized this technique and he, or the, this, this set of things and he can, you know, do cool stuff. Right, with do his some body. forms, backflips, and yeah. Whatever. Um, but that isn't anything, you know, because he's still a kid. And even me being a small guy, I can pick that kid up and just pick him up. And then I just hold him and he's my, like, you're mine now, you know? So, like. I hope you're not doing that. I'm not doing that. But that's what I always think. Like, oh. Oh, that's cool. You know, I saw this one. It was uh, some Joe forms that they would, you know. And it looked really awesome. Is it that impressive? Mm, I mean, I, I guess so. To me, in a lot of ways, it's less impressive when I see a kid do it than when I see an adult do it because kids pick up stuff crazy fast. Right, right. they have more flexible you know, that kind right, of stuff. Right, yeah. Adults, you know, yeah. like, uh, especially if it's someone who just started, it's like, uh, man, like, adults, sometimes I've seen them come in and it's like, oh, you, I, I couldn't, you know, swing a stick, it, yeah. you know. Um, so... Those sorts of things aren't effective if that's what you're, if yeah. someone is. And I think a lot of parents, maybe not all of them, but I think there are some parents who probably that is what they want. Like, is this going to be effective to keep my kid from being endangered? Right. Um, but I think they're looking at it's, it wrong. Yeah, and see, I know? mean, but that's a that's a, such a big thing. Is what what do you mean by you know keeping your kid from being endangered? Because like Aikido is going to teach your kid to fall better than right pretty much Which any other really, martial art yeah, I can yeah, think yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. And your kid's likely to fall a lot. Right. right. So um, so yeah. Aikido is going to give your kids falling skills. So yeah. so that will keep them from being endangered. If if you're looking for your kid to go toe to toe with an adult 
nothing is going to do that, right? Like adults are better at that, right? Yeah. Like that's why we don't have kids fighting in the wars for us because adults are better at handling those situations than kids are. So like, yeah, if, if that's what you think like being effective is or, or something like that, you know, going toe to toe with an adult is not going to happen in any martial art, you know? What I also think is great about uh, Aikido is, the op- is sort of the opposite of that, which is um, we're also not teaching your kids to go toe-to-toe with other kids. Right, no. And I think maybe some parents, that's also what they want. Like they do that want bullying, that. Right. you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. can he handle a bully? And it's like, uh, yes, Aikido, I think, will teach you to handle that, but in a, a different way. You're not going to pop them in the nose or whatever. Yeah, I think there are some parents that are raising little fighters you know and i I think that aikido is probably not the place for i mean not that those parents even put their kids in aikido but i mean there are parents out there that are interested in that like uh we went to the fresno fair and we were watching boxing boxing little kids boxing, little kid but little kids boxing and there there was parents off on the side go you know shout his ass kick his ass kick his ass (laughs) get him you know you're not getting a ride home you don't kick his ass yeah it was it was really intense um, but I feel like most parents probably aren't in that headspace. Um, it depends, you know? And, and so like, like I said, I went to one of the local jujitsu schools and I was rolling with the guys and, uh, they happened to have a kid's class and I was like, oh, cool. I'll watch the kid's class and see how they deal with the kids. And they, they were rolling, you know, the kids are rolling and the parents are literally on the mat, you know, yelling at their kids. Um, and, and at first I was shocked because I mean, our kid's class is nothing like that. It's mostly like, uh, Hey, you guys need to get shit together as a group and right, work together right. or you're, you're not going to quit exercising right. today. You know, like there's never a, like individualized, like you're a piece of crap if you don't headlock him, you know, like, um, so I was shocked at that. And then when I thought about it, I was like, Oh, you know, when I was a kid playing baseball and stuff, right, that's, that's exactly yeah. the parents were at the fence, you know, living vicariously through right, the children right. screaming through the fence and you know, you don't knock it out of the park. Blah, 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 right, blah. Right. Um, and so, so if you're looking for that, I would guess most Aikido schools aren't effective at making your kid mega aggressive and um you have to have that killer instinct you know yeah um and it's up to you as a parent to decide how much of that you want in your kid or not you know i grew up personally a very aggressive kid um and i enjoyed training in aikido to take some of that out of me to mellow my ass out um because i naturally was an aggressive person um and so like i don't know maybe you want more aggression in your kid but aikido is probably not a great martial art to look at for that you know yeah and i think um coming from it from the other end from so like you know right now you were talking more to parents like talking to people running kids classes running that as part of their dojo I feel like taking advantage of the fact that uh, parents want to put their kids in Aikido to do exactly that to calm kids down to help them feel coordinated and how to have self-control and all those things you know so like making sure that you foster space where that is the case because um, I think that you're going to get a lot of I mean, you know, because you're going to attract a certain kind of parent to come to you, you know. So obviously, you're like we were saying before, you're probably not going to get parents that want their kids to be little fighters because they, they pick their kids to do boxing right, or whatever right. that is or, you know, something else. Um, but the parents that are coming to you, you know, make sure that you're creating the kind of space that you would want to have your kid go to, you know. Right. And so I feel like... Um, my parents put me so yeah so my parents put me in aikido when i was in when i was nine in like fifth grade and um my parents were looking for something to help me be more coordinated and to help me have self-control and help me um you know learn to work with other kids and you know all these different things and i feel like um making sure that your kids program has those elements and and um having 
you know, making sure that you're instilling those values in kids. Yeah. Um, as kind of, as consciously as possible. I mean, you know, kids are kids and you're going to play games and do different things, but like making sure that you're fostering teamwork and, you know, self-discipline right. and, but also in a, in a safe, kind way. I think right. that's really what a lot of parents are looking for. You know, and that's a, that's a thing, you know, look, all Aikido styles are different and stuff, but most people who are looking at Aikido, they're not looking at the, the kick their ass, badass guy martial art, yeah. right? Um, and there's, there are, you know, definitely veins of Aikido that go towards that, but most people who start looking at Aikido for their kids are like, oh, this is good stuff about conflict resolution, about how to solve problems without hurting someone else badly. You know, this is the kinds of parents who like when they read the literature about Aikido are going to, to that's the stuff they're going to look at in your school or want to have in your school. Yeah. Um, that's the, that's the nonviolence part, right? Yeah. Like the, yeah. that idea of um, being able to uh, take care of yourself, stand up for yourself, Right, hundred um, percent. But not have to do it in a way that's like demean uh, someone else right, or hurt right. someone else, if if at all possible. Yeah. I think the other cool thing about it for me for kids, uh, one of my favorite parts of the classes we teach is, you know, you go around the dojo and um, you have the kids kind of name things in the dojo uh, by their Japanese, the Japanese right. terms, right? Uh, and so I think it's it's important and interesting that this is a traditional Japanese martial art and, and it is an introduction to another culture, uh, something that's outside of their, their norm and I think that's really important. Something that A, is older than them, like, you know, historically right. Right. Um, it's well beyond the limits of what a kid knows and, you know, obviously kids have very short sort of um, attention or short like what they can no, uh, hold on, right? hold on yeah. to, yeah. um, but it's way beyond that. So you have that historical part, and then it, it's something that's beyond. Uh, in a lot of cases, um, you know, it's it's Eastern versus the Western culture, and I think that's important. You know, to have kids, you know, be able to speak even minimally, yeah, um, another language, some terms. Well, Gus, and, and, Gus came know. in the other day, and Gus was like, a, uh, "Oh, I want to sing this song for you." And I'm like, oh, what song do you want to sing? He's like, Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto, right? And he's, he's awesome. like super stoked and he's having the best time with it because like, we say Domo Arigato, you know, and they say that in the song. And uh, and then his dad was like, you know, like Gus loves robots and he loves uh, coming to Aikido. So this is going to be the perfect song for him, you know, and that like recognizing something you do in this special environment, right. it has ramifications to other places in life, you know, like, yeah. or you see a bunch of Japanese school kids saying like, you know, and, uh, and realizing, oh, yeah, it's something we say too you know and I'm connected to that culture yeah and breaking yeah. out of your cultural norms and, and letting your kids start to understand that like there are ideas outside of what we do culturally that are acceptable and perfectly normal you know it's so, like bowing on and off the mat and these yeah. kinds of things like you know the culture of Aikido is a really good thing to to for kids to get a taste of yeah yeah and and you know there is uh, a bit of like spirituality to that as well I think that that is that can be good, you know, and yeah. it's not done in any way that is going to... That's a uh, that's a contention point, you know, so I get, I've got many adults over the years, like, asking about the religious formalities of what we do, you know, and, and I remember I remember Josh told me this story once, of, um, and this is a kid who, who's been training with me for years now. His dad came in, his dad's very Christian, his family's very Christian, and he said, like, you know, so how much of this religious stuff are you going to put on my kid? 
And Josh's like, well, we're really kind of just about moving around and exercising. And like, so we're not going to put any religious stuff on your kid, you know? And, uh, and we had a discussion about it, you know? And so like, uh, there's a, a statue of Buddha, you know, like there's, there's things in the dojo, um, that harken back to, you know, uh, Japanese traditional religions and, and stuff. But you know, it's like, you can have your religion and you can see the practice we right. have here and take what you want and leave what you want. you know like we're not going to push that on you you know yeah. and uh so so being aware of that and and not not being so rigid that you know most aikido schools aren't going to push their religion on you right or, and i think that's a great point that like it's there if you want it it's also not pushed on you because i feel like i mean i feel like most dojos are kind of that's where the level that they're at where it's like it's there and it's available and we teach you some of the basic stuff, how to operate when you're in the dojo, how to bow and all these things. Um, but it's also, you know, beyond that, you know, we're not saying that you have to meditate five times a day or, you know, right, whatever right, it is, right, there's right, no right, rules right. there. But it allows people, like the dojo is a great space for people and especially for kids to explore new stuff. And if they are interested in that, like really get into that, you know, and I like, um, you know, we have bookshelves at the dojo you know all these different oh, aikido yeah. and martial arts and yoga and all these different books you know maybe there's buffy the vampire calvin and hobbes there might be the calvin the calvin and hobbes book is the most popular, the most popular. Um, <laughs> but no it's like a great space for kids to like hang out and check out these things and and, and it's it's available to them to, to look into it more beyond when they're on the mat which i think is really right. great you know right. that that it's a, an option for them to to explore something outside of what might be available to them also, I want to throw out an Aikido pro tip for um, uh, Aikido teachers teaching kids Aikido. Uh, I've fielded a lot of questions about us bowing um, because, you know, some parents are like, you know, in their religion, that's a big thing, you know, like I don't bow to another man, only bow to God, you know, like this, there's yeah, this yeah, uh, yeah. thing, you know, and um, like explaining to them that, you know, the way the Japanese bow to each other is much the same way we shake hands, you know? So, like, when we bow to the showman, uh, you know, and we bow to the front wall and, and all the things on there, like the kamizada, all the stuff on there that, that represents the, the tradition of, of Aikido, we're kind of shaking hands with the past. And so, like, that's a very nice Japanese way of saying, like, thank you to all the things that came before me. Uh, and, and I wouldn't have this practice today if I couldn't do that. And so it's just like shaking hands. We can't shake hands with, you know, representations of the past. Right, right. So we bow, you know. It's just, um, yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not meant as any, like, a, you're putting a person before God or it's not a cult thing. It's just simply a, another way of showing respect and gratitude and, and uh, appreciation for something. And I think that, um, I don't know, I was thinking about this a lot. Uh, for myself, but, um, so this is a little bit of side stuff, but we do self-defense classes and we don't have the same bowing because that's not, you know, it's not part of the tradition or whatever. Um, but I was thinking about, you know, bowing and not bowing and the different formality things that we do and, and what those are about and beyond the, um, the formal part of it, it's, it's a practice and being present and mindful. being mindful 100%. and, um, you know, I really like that. And I think that that's so, so important for kids, you know, and, and so teaching them not only the, the historical or traditional part of it, but also the, like, they're constantly having to be mindful. And, right. you know, anytime a kid steps onto the mat without bowing, um, you know, you, you're like, Hey, Hey Gus, you know, make sure to bow on there. You know what I mean? Gus and, is and that's, getting picked on. Yeah, Gus is getting picked on. Poor Gus. Sorts. No, he's, shout out Gus. He, he does great. <laughs> Gus is four. He's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I think I think that's super super important, and I think it really builds that mindfulness along with everything else. Right, but. and I and I do I think that bowing thing is just it's a simple sort of reminder at the beginning of class that we're all in this together, regardless of like 
where we're bowing and what we're doing. It's like, hey, we're doing this. We're all doing this together mm-hmm. so that we're all on the same page and then we can begin. When you get off the mat, you bow, and it's that mindfulness of like, oh, what am I doing? Where am I at? Right, you know? right, right. Um, and you know that mindfulness, you know, so first of all, it's something that's fleeting in our society because we have these micro attention spans now where we watch a YouTube clip or a Vine or a... Uh, Snapchat video Vine, or Vine a, too. Well, Vine I'm an old too. man, uh, but but so so you know these quick little boom, these quick little things, and so we don't have to pay attention to anything you know for a very long time. Uh, coming and training in Aikido is something where it's forcing you to be mindful is super good right, for your right. brain. Yeah. And um, talk about martially effective. Being able to be attentive to your situation is probably the most martially effective, you know, outside of mindset. Being attentive to where you're at is one of the most Mm -hmm. useful skills you can have because you can detect early when something's not right, you know, something's out of place. Same reason in boot camp why you've got to clean the hell out of everything. So you recognize that if things and booby traps have been set. So, like, this is a real-life skill set. Well, and how many times uh, have kids, and this I I know because this happened to me, uh, at some place, and just not aware... And I look up, and then uh, there's no parent, there's no adult anywhere, right? And you're just like a little right. kid lost, like, <laughs> where? or even worse, like, you're walking along, and then you're like, hey, mom, and you're pulling on her shirt or whatever, and then it's, it's some mom. other random <laughs> lady, right? <laughs> so that's stuff that happens to kids, right? Because they're not We're being... maybe telling about our parents, right? <laughs> yeah. But they're, you're not being mindful. So right. yeah. this idea of being mindful and being able to, like, wherever I'm at in the world, being able to pay attention enough to go, there's my mom. Okay, she's over there now. Right. I right. need, you right. know. Right. And it's, it's an important skill. I it's think. it's yeah. such an important skill, and I have seen that change in myself. I mean, I've been doing Aikido now for 12 years, and I, I was a pretty spacey kid. I off in the clouds a lot, and also not very physically coordinated. Not uncoordinated, but also not very coordinated. And um, I think you know, Aikido really was the basis for me having a better hold on my body and how where I am physically in space and paying attention to people and who's touching me and you know just paying attention to my surroundings and like I I will vouch for the fact that Aikido has has and does teach children all the time how to be better in space and socially and with themselves and it's also good because you know kids uh, are learning especially so we have levels of kids or four to whatever, and then eight into the the teens. As they're moving into those those teenage years, they 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 have problems with their bodies, you know. Like, oh yeah, man. They're just they're, they're rapidly yeah. changing. It's and- a bunch of it's like noodles, you know. <laughs> and so giving giving kids like this like an a structure, and by that I mean like showing them that their body can have structure, um, is really important in making that move to like, hey, now I'm a grown up person, you know. Yeah. So I, I think that's a good, you know. During that time, it's really nice to see people um, train because it's like, oh yeah, this kid was just like a little mush, like a little pile of nothing, and now he can actually... My nickname was Floppy. Yeah, yeah it sounds right. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is 100% true. Ask my sister. Um, but I'm proud to say now that I'm not You're floppy, not floppy no. due no. to Aikido, you know? So like, I think it it's it totally... It totally helps. And you can see it even in kids in a year or something, you know, the the changes that they make and um, having, you know, so I don't help with the kids class, but I do help with kids night when they do testing. And I can see, you know, from six months ago, even 
you know, the jumps that kids will make oh, yeah. in between the times that I've seen them, you know, and I like kind of know their names and stuff. And the next time they come in, I'm just like, wow, there's no comparison. That kid is um, so much more attentive and so much more coordinated and, you know, knows their left foot from the right even, yep. you know. Yep. Um, and I really like the, what you guys have them do. Just the, the part of the test being sitting for 30 seconds, you oh, know, yeah. sitting for 30, 30 seconds and having distractions and not showing any sort of reaction to those distractions. It's I had so this, great. <laughs> I had this mom, uh, she wrote me a really, really nice thank you letter um, about her son had had a surgery and um, they had to put him through the MRI machine and he had to be completely still. He couldn't sit still. And she said that um, before the Aikido, there's no way he could have done it. But what we regularly do is make the kids sit still. And we do just them sitting still for 30 seconds, then them sitting still while we bother them. Um, so like, you know, we try to get them to crack and smile and stuff and we make games out of it. So it's fun, but they learn that ability to control themselves. And, you know, apparently he went right through that machine like a champ, you know, and they had him in there forever. And she said, there's no way before he had done that training that he wouldn't have been able to sit still. And I just want you to know, you know, the letter said, I just want you to know that I really appreciate you giving him that ability. Yeah. Um, it's, and they really like that too. They yeah. love having that self-control. Yeah, right, right. I, I can see it even during the test, you know, when they're kind of stressed out about it and they're, you know, the older kids kind of know they're testing and they're a little bit worried, but like they're still having such a good time, you know, I'm going in their face and they're just right. like <laughs> having such a good time trying to keep it together. Yeah. You know, they love it. They yeah. really love it. Yeah. And again, super life skill. You know, like right, right. when you talk about effective, like when someone's giving you a bunch of crap and you cannot break at your job and right. just tell them off, like being able to have that self-control is super necessary skill. And whether we're talking martially or just, you know, in your career. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, kids aren't going to learn to punch and kick and whatever necessarily. But there's other stuff that they're, you know, um, and maybe I think it all comes down to, and this is sort of we, when we talked about, um, how to find a school for yourself if you're in uh, like just understanding the thing that you want I think it's the same thing here it's like um, as a parent understanding what it is that you want your kid to, to get out of it um, yeah. and being aware enough to go oh I want a different thing I want right. him to be Cobra Kai or whatever <laughs> right right yeah man, you know, I mean, that's, that's valid you know if that's what you want to do uh, and that you think that's important do it you know so yeah, yeah. and I think knowing what kind of what kind of value, I think value, it goes back to values for me, you know, because as a parent, that's a thing I think that's important to all parents, you know, so if you're running a dojo on the other end, and you're going, well, how do I make a good kids program, you know, how do you, I mean, aside from all the practical stuff, how do you show parents that these are the values that we're instilling into kids, you know, how do you, how do you uh, communicate that to them, you know, and that's through, um, you know, teaching kids to get along with each other and making sure that you're intervening when kids are being mean to each other or whatever it is, or, and that you're really um, taking the, the discipline part of it seriously, you know, that you don't let kids, you know, mess around in class when they shouldn't be messing around. Right. And I think, you know, I mean, having a strong kids program, I think, is paying attention to those little details because that's, I think, where it matters and, and when parents will keep bringing their kids back. Right, 100%. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, there's a few things with kids I think you have to do, and this is for, for people with schools and maybe starting out with a with the Aikido kids program and you, you're not very confident with it yet. You know, uh, I always make sure the kids know that I'm in their corner 100%, right? So I'll never laugh at a kid. I'll never make fun of a kid. Um, I'll laugh with the kids sometimes, especially if they tell funny <laughs> jokes because sometimes they do. But, yeah. you know, I want them to know that I'm going to protect them. They're 100% safe and I'm there on their side. At the same time, they're going to clearly know the rules and I'm going to enforce those rules 
with a razor sharp edge repeatedly. You know, like you're not going to get away with things. It's nothing against you. I'm not attacking you. It's just simple. And you know, like my punishment for the kids is when they, they act up, I set them off the mat. I ignore them for a few minutes, right? While I go on to teaching the rest of the kids and make sure the other kids are on track. When the other kids are on track, I go back to the kid and I say, do you know why you're sitting over here? Uh, and I, I wait until they can tell me, you know, if they, if they won't tell me right then, I go back to the other kids and I'll come back and I'll do this process over and over until they can tell me what they did and why they're over there. And then I'll ask them if they think that that's okay to do this thing. And when they tell me no, that it's not okay, I'll say, can you not do that in the future? And they say yes, and I send them back on the mat. And that way they're crystal clear about what the rules are. And that's it, and that's a life, that's a huge life skill. Like, that I know what the rules are, I understand the rules, and I know what the consequences of breaking those rules will be, you know? Um, and so like, if you do that with your kids, your kids will blossom. You know, like, so I've yes. watched kids grow so fast. It's really, really awesome to see. Yeah. Yeah. I think another thing that just occurred to me right now is something, you know, so I, there is a lot of uh, forms training in Aikido. Um, and for us in the adults class, we kind of shy away from that a little bit for us, at least just in, in the way that we're like trying to formulate things for our Aikido as adults. For the kids, it's kind of nice. Uh, because it kind of build, it allows them to to build some skills and 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 learn some things in a like logical progression way, in a way similar that they they would for school. So in some ways, I think that's nice and different than let's say just you know where you're boxing and hitting you know right. hitting a bag right, or, or right. kicking you know having to like engage both your analytical brain and. Uh, your unconscious um, mind yeah unconscious yeah. mind at the same time or, or or play those back and forth against yeah. each other yeah can I be mean, really good for kids i think and i think you know like not you, uh, we start with the awase so meaning that like the kids start thinking of how to solve the problem of someone attacking them before they're even very near them you know like so we want the kids to solve those problems early to go oh that person's aggressive and they're coming towards me and i need to begin making space and distance and controlling the ma'ai the distance between me and that person. Um, whereas like, you know, something where it's like, oh, the solution doesn't start until they try and punch you in the face and then you punch them back, you know? So we're looking for solutions early and I think yeah. it's a good thing to enforce in kids. Yeah. Um, I forgot where I heard this, but just talking about like how much can kids retain, you know? And I think that's one of the questions is like, well, is it worth it, you know, to teach kids right, how, yeah. this or that or whatever? Um, but I mean, I think the approach that you guys are taking um, with the kids you know, where it's more um, learning basic pieces that you're able to put together and kind of working that into their bodies and so that there's not so much, um, like, thinking having or, like, memorization that's having to happen because that can be difficult for kids. Um, you know, instead trying to, like, work it into their, their unconscious to where it's, like, um, putting them in situations again and again until they get more comfortable with those things and... and like de-emphasizing the techniques a little bit because that can be a lot for a little, little kid to remember, you know, because oh, yeah. it's like seeing kids try and do, you know, shomunichi ikkyo or whatever if, and they're gone a week and then suddenly they don't remember anymore. That's and and that happens a lot, way. you know? Yeah. So I think instead like going, um, having them like, okay, I'm coming at you. Um, how could you move to get out of the way? You know, like kids get that a lot yeah, better. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So really well I think kids are able to get a lot out of stuff, you know, but it's, it's, 
oftentimes it's not like very cognitive. It's more in their bodies, you know. And you have to work with the kids. Yeah. You have to work with the kids at their level instead of thinking they're going to work at the adult level. Yeah. And that's the crap I had to let go of when I first uh, had a kids class because you know, like I was upset. Like I can't teach this kid a perfect shionage, you know. Like yeah. or I could teach it to him, and then in two weeks he doesn't know how yeah, to do shionage. Right. He doesn't know what it is, you know. Um, and and being frustrated with that and being like, that's not really what Aikido is about. Aikido is not about shionage. That's a thing in Aikido, mm-hmm. you know. But but what it's really about, which are these overall philosophies and these ideas and how to problem solve early on you know so here's the thing uh and i asked because some it was asked of me uh know a guy had a kid he's like just had a kid very recently uh once the kid is old enough he's like you know hey i i I think it would be uh i want to bring him have him take classes he says uh what's what age what's a good age to start i think is how he phrased it um or Something to that effect, or, or like when when when's a good age to start that I know I'm going to be able to see some some results. Um, so what do you, I mean? I know what I told him, but what do you think about? So we don't take kids below four, and the reason we don't take kids below four is because below four they really don't have much of an attention span at all, you know. And so like I, I've uh, I've entertained the idea of doing mommy and me classes and these kinds of things, you know, where the parent and the kid could work. For Sam, but really at about four is where they have this. But the truth is, as soon as the kid can start doing stuff, I would have them start doing stuff. It's going to build these awesome skills that you want, you know. Like, and by awesome skills, I don't mean uh, a super sweet kodagaish. I mean a the ability to sit still and focus on something, which is amazing for a four year old, right? If if you have a four year old and you've seen how they interact with the world, uh, and then you can see a four year old who can sit still for thirty minutes and look at that, that's pretty amazing, right? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so we also structure our classes, you know, the, the under seven class, um, that's not more than 30 minutes because that's about where they max out at. Um, and then 45 minutes for the one bracket up for that. And then we go into an hour after that. So, um, uh, you know, their attention span is the, the thing you're looking for out of them, you know, um, and you, what are you going to get out of it? Well, you're going to get the ability to control yourself, which is what you want, you know? And every kid, I mean, just like adults, every kid is working from a different level, sure. you know? 100%. Some kids are just really quiet and, and uh, or, you know, very talkative and have a lot to say already at four years old and they're answering questions and things. And other kids are just trying to sit down, you know, like yeah. sitting down yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I think also, you know, realizing that it's just seeing improvement in any way, you know, is, is a, what you want, you know, and being able to, if you're providing that space for kids and you're teaching kids like realizing that some kids are you know the improvement is going to be being able to sit down when you say please sit down you yeah, know yeah. and for other kids it's going to be this kid's doing shomenuchi ikkyo you right, know yep. perfectly or whatever it is yeah. you know it, it really runs the gamut and i think ain't no kid gonna do it perfectly yeah why you hit kids so much <laughs> I'm just saying I see a lot of old uh, adults talking about can't do perfect ego, so. Yeah, but um. I think, it, you know, it really just depends. But being okay that it's imperfect, but also providing the best possible space that you can for, for kids to grow, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. So we um, love Aikido and think it's perfect for children. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and highly really. effective. Um, you need to 
ask yourself what you think effective is, but yeah, I mean, it's good. And, yeah. and I've seen it several different Aikido Kids programs, and they all seem to be on the same kind of tip, which is really good. Um, okay, so that's pretty much of Aikido and Kids. That's what yeah. I say. Yeah. Okay. It's worthwhile. Go do, do it. it. Go do it. Send yeah. your kids. <laughs> so uh, one thing we haven't said, it's 2018. 2018. Yeah, happy new year. Happy Woo. new year, everybody. So New uh, year, new me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Just kidding, so same me. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're interested in doing Aikido and you haven't, or you did Aikido in the past and you want to get back at it, Do it's it. a new year, man. Yeah. It's time to get on that tip. Now's the time, uh, yeah. Yeah. And if you want to know uh, how to find the right school, you can scroll back a few podcasts uh, ago. We talked about that. So Yeah. Also, yeah. Um, so what's going to happen here is the SoundCloud only gives us so much free space. And we're all cheap, uh, and no one's no one's paying more. Uh, these are going to be archived on uh, YouTube. I'm going to archive them on YouTube, um, but there'll only be like I think five episodes at a time available to you. So, uh, so I guess that's rarity. Yeah. So, so get on that. And listen Be- to them. Best but, idea. Yeah. Is just to subscribe from wherever yeah, you're. There you go. Wherever you're finding the podcast at, just uh, go ahead and hit subscribe, and then you'll get it. Every time we put a new one out, and you'll be happy. So yeah. we have an RSS feed. You can get on SoundCloud. You can get on iTunes. Maybe this week we'll get on Stitcher. We'll see if one of us manages to do that. <laughs> um, so that's coming up. Uh, also, we've got all kinds of awesome episodes. The response has been really great for this, and I think we're all stoked about it. So we've got great episodes uh, coming up in the future. We're gonna have uh, uh, the Japan experience pretty soon. We're gonna talk to someone who lived in Japan for a while. Say to recite the sensei. We're gonna do a, a an episode on Aikidonamic Sphere because it's a really uh, pivotal kind of work um, in Aikido for, for the Western culture. Uh, we're doing millennials in Aikido. Yeah, so that's going to be awesome. We have a millennial. We actually, we have a genuine millennial. Hey, hey it's me. In our <laughs> um, so yeah, so you can hear weapons, actual, uh, yeah, Weapons. Weapons in Aikido. In yeah, Aikido, we're going to talk about weapons in Aikido, what that is. So, yeah. so we've got a ton of good stuff coming up. So um, subscribe and uh, what's our blog roll? Yeah, uh, we have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, and we have a website. Uh, the website is aikidostudent.com, and the other three are Aikido, Aikido Fresno. Aikido Fresno or, or Aikido, Aikido of, of Fresno. Fresno. Yeah. Yeah. You can just do your search. Google. Yeah, yeah. just check your us friend. out. Yeah. Uh, we got some cool pictures and uh, are updating what we're doing and, you know, if you want to contact us, if you're ever coming through the Central Valley in California, welcome to come. Um, yeah, you're welcome to come check us out. Also, just I'd like to give a special shout out to the Reddit group. The Reddit uh, Aikido group's a great group. Also, it is. It yeah, is. Yeah. So if you uh, if you haven't checked it out, get on Reddit and check. It. And also, they're not paying us anything. We're just being nice to each other. Yeah. Um, so so uh, yeah, the Reddit group's really good, and there's a lot of exciting stuff and a lot of interesting people. Um, some really learned Aikido people posting translations and cool stuffs going on. So so yeah. check it out. Be active in Aikido in 2018. Yeah. There it is. All right, so are we done? Yes. I think we're done. All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. See you guys soon.